This is The Roxanne Show. Get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, welcome back, you guys, to The Roxanne Show. Today's solo sode is a breakdown of five lessons that sprinting, yes, sprint training has taught me. And I believe that these lessons are mastery lessons that will also add value to your life, which is why I'm creating an episode for you on them. So definitely stick around. All of them are very, very powerful. You never know which one you might need to hear in this exact moment. So stay tuned for the whole thing. Before we get started, I'd love to have you check out my free future self meditation. It's a guided meditation and beautiful digital journal that I've created for you for free. You can grab your meditation and digital journal in the description box if you're watching this on YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening to this podcast on any podcast platform that you take this one in. Um, It's a really powerful meditation. It's about 15 minutes long and it's gonna help you really drop in and get clear on this highest expression and future expression of yourself. For me, the future self is really your highest self. And when you can get a very clear connection with this expression of yourself, like all the facets of what makes this future being you, and it starts to become a ritual to connect with this expression of you. I mean, everything in your life changes because this expression of you becomes your North Star, right? And so you're every day you wake up and you're you know, moving yourself deeper into deeper into the embodiment of your future self. So this meditation is really powerful to support you to do that. And the digital journal is really supportive as well to help you retain all of the information, downloads and connection uh, that you get from the meditation. So again, check it out. It's in the description box if it's on YouTube that you're watching this or in the show notes. All right, let's get to my five mastery lessons from sprinting. All right, so lesson number one. Lesson number one from sprinting. Actually, let me let me give a little context before I go. Okay. Okay, so the reason why I want to drop you into these lessons, I mean, number one, they're fucking powerful. Number two, you know, I actually, this came to me when I was sprinting this morning. So for those of you who don't know already, sprint training is an active part of my weekly training. I actually am aiming to start doing some master's competition next year. And this is just for fun. You know, um, I, when I was uh, really young, I was a competitive runner. So I ran track, I ran cross country. And for the very, you know, earliest years of my life, up until I started surfing in my early teens, um, I wanted to go to the Olympics. I wanted to run track. I wanted to win the gold medal. I wanted to be like Flojo, fucking love Flojo. And, um, you know, I didn't make it to the Olympics uh, for running, but I'm definitely in the Olympics of life. And it's really special. You know, not only do I sprint train for health reasons, you know, it's one of the greatest stimuluses that you can give to your body to age powerfully. I mean, it's muscle sparing. So a little bit of biology here. It's muscle sparing. I mean, your, um, the, uh, how it helps your hormone, hormone health. I mean, the, the brain chemicals, the BDNF. I mean, there's, you're so stimulated from sprinting this, this morning when I was sprinting. I mean, literally what I'm about to share with you came to me as I was sprinting. So, you know, the list of gains are pretty rich, just even from that physiological 
biological um, standpoint from sprinting. And, you know, it's hard. It's so hard. You know, when I was just this, uh, last week, I was running, I do Sundays with my my brother, who's like my coach, my, my tr- track coach on Sundays. And um, I follow his lead, you know, whatever it is that we're going to focus on. And that last Sunday was brutal because he had us doing... Um, you know, back to back 400s. And then there were other distances after that. And the 400 is just so, it's so taxing on the nervous system, not only the body. That That's the thing about sprinting too. Even if you're running a hundred meters, right? That might seem like, oh, it's just a small distance, but the amount of force that you are exerting from your body to move at such a high speed in that short distance is so perfectly, beautifully taxing on your body, including your nervous system. I say perfectly and beautifully because it is very, it's a healthy, you know, stimulus to your body. So um, I just wanted to share a little bit of that because, you know, sprinting is a part of my life. It's, it gives me tremendous joy. It challenges me. It's, it's just giving to me in a multitude of ways. And now I'm going to share with you the five mastery lessons that I downloaded today while I was sprinting that I believe you will get tremendous value from irrespective if you sprint train or not. But I do want to invite you to get to sprinting if you haven't yet, just for fun even, you know, Um, even one day a week. It's so, so good for you. Okay, so number one mastery lesson from sprinting is you can do hard things. I mean, honestly, when you are feeling your body moving at the fastest pace it can possibly go, like you literally can't go any faster. And you're feeling that and you're looking that you still got distance to go. You got to carry that speed, whatever that speed is, you know, for, to, to get you to the finish line and that distance, you know, it could be depending on what you're running, you know, it could be really, really, it's just hard the whole way through. It's hard at the start. It's hard at the midpoint. It's extremely hard at the end. It's hard. And I will tell you that when I, you know, I have various forms of of training throughout the week, lifting weight. I mean, there's all different things that I do. When I'm done with sprint training, there's something so powerful moving through me, my psychology. It's like I'm metabolizing everything that I just accomplished on the track. And the transfer of this, I could do hard shit feeling, knowing proof is so incredible. It just in terms of like how it moves into other areas of my life when I really need it to, right? Like when I know that I'm going to, you know, come into studio even and go back to back on recordings, you know, it's not easy to necessarily do this, right? Um, It's, I just think about track. I'm like, you just ran, you know, two back-to-back 400s full throttle, you know, and then continued on. Yeah. You can, you can come down and you can, you know, throw, you know, wax two episodes back to back. Um, there's so many other examples, right? Like just in my life personally, where, you know, maybe I have to be really gritty in a moment for work and I just, I have to persevere. Well, that perseverance is, is I can, I can connect the dots of how I persevered on the track 
when I felt like I was going to fall over, but I held myself together and I got myself across the finish line. And that is a skill that transfers. So number one, mastery lesson from sprinting is that you can do hard things. And this is really important. We need to know that we can do hard things. And, you know, more and more the way that society is building the convenience of things for us, like it's just, it's becoming a lot easier to not challenge yourself. And that's never going to produce anything great for you in your life. We need to be challenged. We, we need to. It helps our brain stay healthy. I mean, depending on what the challenge is, it can, you know, like in this sprinting even, it helps, you know, the body stay healthy. I mean, we need to put some pressure, some friction on ourselves for us to even just understand more about ourselves. This is really important. You know, when I leave the track, it's like, I, I, I know more about what I'm capable of. My capacity has expanded. And that's really important information for me to know and to carry with me as I move through my life. But if I'm not willing to challenge myself, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a disservice to myself. Then I never really know what I'm made of. I never really know what I'm capable of. So, you know, it goes to you as well. Like if you're not willing to challenge yourself, you're never really going to know your true potential. And I think that is a really sad life to not know your true potential. It's just like locked away in you and you're just moving on autopilot in life and like in the convenience. I'm not saying this is you personally. I don't know if anybody who listens to me really lives in that space, but you never know, you know? You could be maybe moving through a moment like this in your life right now and this is exactly what you need to hear to get you the fuck out of that moment and get you into the arena again where you're willing to do some hard shit and go through that process and better yourself from it. So sprint training mastery lesson number one is you can do hard things. Number two, life's a marathon full of many sprints. Life's a marathon full of many sprints, right? So, you know, you hear this thing like, I'm in it for the long game. It's me with my business. Absolutely. Um, The thing is, is that there are certainly moments in this long game, in this marathon of life where you got to fucking go. You got to push fast. You got to accelerate and move yourself through that segment, that moment, whatever it is with velocity, with form, with force, you know, with speed. And so sprinting is, it's, it's that, you know, it's these bursts of speed and form and, you know, power that are so, again, so great for your body, obviously, but psychologically also so great for you to know that you can actually move in this capacity. And again, it transfers over to life. Like there, you know, it's so easy for me to refer back to my business because it's just, you know, all these lessons really transfer over to my business. Um, As an entrepreneur, you know, there are certainly moments where I'm in this push sprint segment. And that means that, you know, I have to, A, I have to certainly manage my recovery practices stronger because I'm being more demanding of myself in this segment. And you, we all need segments like this. First of all, I think we all get them, whether we need them or not, like life and, you know, whatever it is that 
our life consists of. Like, uh, you know, I mean, even, you know, being a parent, you know, there's moments where you have to sprint as a result of like being there for your kids, you know? So it, it, it doesn't matter what your business is or the nature of like your day-to-day life. The point is universally, this marathon of life is full of, uh, you know, t- lots of sprint moments. And if you don't know how to push yourself at that capacity with that kind of, you know, speed and that kind of power, then you're going to fall behind. You're not going to make the mark. There's going to be, it's just not going to be great, right? Because we have to get through these moments and you need to know that you can get through these moments. Sprinting tells me that I can absolutely get through these moments, you know? And again, even if you're not someone who's going to go to the track and start sprinting, even though I highly suggest that you do, um, you know, just the concept right here is really, really important. You know, so look at your life right now and ask yourself, you know, have you met these moments? And if the answer is yes, which likely that's going to be the case, how did you move through the moment? Did you move it? Did you move through it in a way that you feel really good about? Or do you feel that you can improve your performance in these moments where you got to push and go, you know, like you don't want to be that person who's just falling apart and stressed and, oh, now I'm late. No, my gosh. And now I broke this and now this isn't now. No, no. You want to be stealth, powerful, collected, composed. All of that is energy right? Because if you're a mess and you're, you know, you don't have that, then you've just got a bunch of energy leaks and you're not going to be able to perform powerfully in that moment where you got to sprint and you have to fucking perform powerfully in your life, right? So evaluate yourself, your life with curiosity, compassion, not judgment. And just ask yourself, how do I move in these moments where it gets really taxing and demanding and I have to go full force? Do I like how I feel in those moments? not asking you to love the hard in it. I'm not asking you to love the hard or do, you know, personally I do, uh, because I like, I like how it feels coming out of it. Like I fucking did that. You know, what I am asking you to do though, is to just pay attention to how you're moving through those moments. And if it doesn't feel great to you in terms of the performance part of it, then start thinking about the ways that you can make those improvements. You will be better for it, you know, and you will be able to have outcomes that are more satisfying to you as a result of it. So number two, mastery lesson from sprinting is life is full of marathons and, or sorry, life is a marathon full of sprints. All right, number three, good form under pressure. Good form under pressure. This is so, I love this one. One of the most challenging aspects to sprinting is that every single little part of your body, like the movement, your face expression, all of it impacts your performance. It's, it's so, it's so detailed. It's so, you know, it's like in in a lot of other sports, um, you know, uh, sure, there's aspects of that for sure. But like with sprinting, because it's not like, oh, I have to lift the bar or I got to hit the ball or no, it's you're fucking running. (laughs) And so 
the bar and the ball and all of that is your body. It's your body. So if anything is off in any way, it's going to affect your entire performance. It could be at the start. It could be midway through. It could be how you finish. Um, It's certainly going to be your time. So your form always matters. And it gets really hard when there's so much pressure because I mean, I mean, just sprinting in general is so much pressure because it's like this fast, you know, go, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's when it's really hurting and you're, re- I laugh just because I can go back to myself in these moments, like, oh my gosh, you know, and when you're turning that last 100 on the 400 and your legs, it's like, for me, I, I feel like sometimes, you know, my legs literally have weights all of a sudden on them versus like when I started. Right. But that's when it becomes even more important to hold your form, hold your form. And it's the hardest thing to do when you're so challenged, when you're so tired and there's the transfer to life. You know, if you're falling apart in the face of fire, in the face of stress, you know, that's never going to give you a great result. And it's really easy to just fall apart. (laughs) It just is unless you put the reps in to build the resistance and the strength and the fortitude and the perseverance to get you fucking through it powerfully to hold your form. You know, for me, this matters to me. Like I, I, this is so, so important. My future self, for those of you who don't know, I have a, I mean, there's so much you will, if you stick around with me, you will learn a lot about future self. I have a course. I, I'm always talking about my future self um, on podcasts and in my writing But one of the attributes, the qualities of my future self that the first qualities that was so crystal fucking clear for me when I saw her was her composure and her equanimity. It's so fierce, you guys. It's so fierce. And to me, it's so sexy. I have never, I don't even know where this came from, you know, in my life. But I think it's just, I've never been turned on by seeing someone who can't hold their shit together. You know, I get it. Like sometimes like, listen, I have taken life punches. I mean, yeah, you get fucking nonstop. Okay. Life punches, meaning challenges coming at me. And, you know, I know how hard it can get is what I'm trying to say. Even more important in those moments is I'm not asking you to mask your emotion. I'm just saying, hold yourself together, hold that form. It also tells your mind that no matter what the challenge is that you're facing, that you're capable of moving through it, that you're capable of moving through it. That's a very important message that you want to send to your mind when you're fucking under tremendous challenge and pressure, right? You don't want the message that says, I can't do this. I'm falling apart. I can't do this. I'm falling apart, right? And I understand again that there are moments that you might feel that way. So this lesson, this third lesson is the invitation to train yourself to strengthen that message, to pivot that message so that it's not saying, I can't do this. I'm going to fall apart. It's saying, I can get through this. We can get through this. You and your highest self, you know? Um, And it will, you know, like, listen, this isn't, forever process where you're putting in the reps 
right? So it's not like one shot and then you're done. I mean, because especially there's always new challenges coming at you or that you are bringing on to yourself when you're going for it in life, right? So you you need to keep this part of you very fortified and strong. You need to know that, you know, when shit gets hard, you know, I am not going to fall apart. I'm going to hold myself together in best form and then continue to work on that form. And that form for you out here in life is your mindset. It's your stress levels. It's even your nervous system. It's absolutely a nervous system response. And that is, you know, also what's happening in track, right? We're adapting ourselves to this pressure. So our nervous system becomes more acclimated so that we can handle that pressure and continue to get better under it, right? So it's a really, really powerful lesson. Good form under pressure. Number four, seek the micro wins. Seek the micro wins. Why? Because the micro wins affect the macro outcome. So in sprinting, I mean, if you can shave one second off, that's a big fucking deal. One second. So even shaving less than a second is a really big deal, right? It's so micro. It sounds like, who cares? Half a second? Half a second in the sprint world is a lot, right? And that is a very important concept because we we often in life, you know, I do it myself. It's like, we're always looking at the macro, you know, wins, the macro metrics, but it's so important to realize that these micro, like even just, how, did you get up and show up for yourself today? Did you get up and do all the things that you said you were going to do, irrespective of the outcomes of them? Did you get up and do everything that you said you were going to do? That's, those are micro wins. The outcomes are a different story, you know? It's really important to focus on this and not be overly occupied with just the macro because ultimately, if you reverse engineer how you get the ideal macro outcome, it's by the micro wins. It's by the micro wins. You know, I'm working right now to uh, get my 800 time much better, right? I'm focusing on, can I shave half a second every two weeks of training? Hear that. Can I get half a second better every two weeks of training? That sounds like, that's not that much. It is. I'm giving it everything I got every time I go and I hit that 800. So every little micro, you know, every little chip off, you know, a second is actually very meaningful. It's making a big difference. It's massive progress. It's massive progress. So, you know, look at your life every day and and just try. Like I'm that's why this is an important lesson, you know, because we don't stop to think about these things as much as we need to. And if we did, we'd also just feel so much better about how we're moving through our life. I mean, I know for me, I certainly do because again, high performers, especially like we're always looking at, you know, the next big thing and the next big thing. Cool. Important. Go there. I am. But we don't want to overlook the micro wins that we actually can celebrate every single day. I'm not asking you to like give yourself a trophy every single day, but 
we it is really valuable. I mean, neuroscience proves this actually, that periodically you do want to make sure that you are celebrating, you know, some some small wins in your life, right? What I'm asking you to do with this mastery lesson from sprinting is not just to celebrate the micro wins, but to actually focus on the micro wins, focus on them, right? Because your focus on them is only going to give you a better macro outcome because you're going to be more present. You're going to be more clear and detailed as you approach the work for that macro win, right? You're, you're going to give a much stronger performance, you know, effort to whatever that is when you're actually aiming just to win that thing, that, that whatever that activity or that moment, that experience is for you, right? Because it can be very easy when you're just focused on the macro win to get sloppy in the micro. Oh, it's just enough to get me through. Is that how you want to do it? Not me, you know, and sprinting, you can't do it that way. You got to have integrity in every fucking millisecond of your run. And if you don't, it's going to show and it's on you. And that's why I love it too. So focus on the micro wins. They matter. All right. The final mastery lesson from sprinting is, at least for this episode, is your mind will quit before your body does. Your mind will quit before your body does. Train the mind. Train the mind. I, I I don't have it on me. I wish I did right now. But there is an actual clip of one of the greatest neuroscientists that ever did it. Uh, is certainly my favorite. Um, Andrew Huberman. He breaks down from a neurobiology standpoint exactly what I just said. Like what actually happens. That this is not just poetry. This is actually a fact of your biology, neurobiology, what's happening to you that your mind will quit before your body does. And I mean, the other day I remember um, my, I, I call the negotiations started to come in after doing a couple 400s and I, st- I had to do a 300 and there was more running to do afterwards. And I was tired that day when I went into it, you know, um, and then the 200, two 400s really took it out of me. And I, the negotiations the mind started to come in and do the negotiations. Oh, you don't have to, you know, you could just stop now. Or, you know, if you want to just go to the 200 and like kind of start wrapping this up, you can do it. Essentially, it's my mind trying to say, you don't have to do it anymore. Stop. You know, that's a really, really slippery slope when you start agreeing and immediately just allowing the mind to run you around like that. You know, you think about how that transfers over in life. You're not going to get far if you continue to allow this negotiation, this, you know, part of your mind to dictate how you move. You know, you're not going to get far. You need to push back. And in that moment for me, I, because I'm also so aware, aware of what's happening, not just from a, you know, willpower in my heart you know, my inner Rocky for sure. But also again, just from understanding this from a neurobiologic, uh, a, a neurobiology standpoint, you know, I understand what's actually happening in the brain. And that's very, very helpful in these moments for me. And 
So I combine all of that, my Rocky, inner Rocky, and the knowledge that I have. Um, and I, I'm like, fuck that. You're not going to win. Sometimes like I'm just entertained. Wa- I'm entertained watching my mind try and do its thing, you know, try and get me to stop. Um, and it just, it doesn't work for me. I'd rather crawl to the finish line and know that I didn't quit. I didn't surrender or hold on. I didn't submit to that lower level part of my mind that wants me to play small and to not really experience my true potential, you know, and certainly not expand my capacity, you know? I mean, in a way, let's be nice. It's trying to keep me safe. It's trying to keep you safe, right? It knows that you're doing some hard shit, you know? So it's not totally, you know, the bad guy, but it's certainly not what you want leading your life. You need to know how to push through and not just succumb to, you know, your mind, those, those scripts, those narratives, the negotiations that will come in when, you know, the going gets tough and try and get you to back down. No, you have to train your mind. And again, sprinting is one form of the ways that I trained my mind for sure. And I believe it could do the same for you. But, you know, if it's not sprinting, I mean, what else is it? Is it taking a cold shower or getting the cold plunge and just allowing yourself to be uncomfortable? Try and find that comfort and discomfort. Jiu-jitsu taught me that really well. doesn't really feel great when you've got some big heavy guy in a sweaty gi just like uh, on top of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? doesn't feel good. But in that moment... You know, I, it's, it's, it's amazing what will happen for me at this point. You know, the response is like, Hey, you know, just settle in, settle in. And meaning like take the excitement that that energy and just kind of go back. It goes to one of the earlier lessons that I shared with you, you know, about form, form under pressure. Right. And it's, and and it becomes a situation where even if, you know, you, you, you know, you continuing on is just going to give you a little bit more than what you, you know, were hoping you can do or thought you could do or knew you can do all of it. It's still more. And that not only is great for you because it's expanding your capacity, but again, it's sending the signal, the message to your brain that I just, I don't quit. I don't just, I'm not just going to be defeated very easily. Like you're going to fight for yourself. Again, this is a transfer. You you don't just accept no. You don't just accept, you know, the 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 narratives that are telling you to back down. No, you're going to keep going. If it matters to you, if it matters to you. And usually when you are in some kind of situation like this, you're in a position where it does matter to you, you know? And if it doesn't, well, that, that's not even relevant here, you know? I'm talking about you're in the thick of the moment, whatever that is. It could be something physical, like you're actually training. It could be your business. It could be school, like you got to push through. It could be any anything, you know, some kind of hard life challenge coming at you. 
you know, and then the mind wants to get you to back off, to stay down, to play small, to not move forward. No, you say no. Thank you. I don't need your protection. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see what I got in me. I'm going to give it my best and I'm going to be okay with that. And you're going to be fucking great. Actually, when you are done with that, you're going to feel great you now because you didn't quit. And, you know, for me that day, that felt really, I actually ended up finishing so strong that day. I would have short changed so much of the gains that I got that day if I would have just succumbed to my mind's negotiations telling me that I could just back off now. So, so train the mind, train the mind. These five lessons from sprinting again, whether you are going to go sprint, you do sprint or you don't sprint are very, very, very powerful in terms of how they will continue to support you in every area of your life. So let's go through them really quick before I wrap out. So number one, you can do really hard things. Number two, life is a marathon full of sprints. Number three, good form under pressure, always. Number four, focus on your micro wins. Focus on your micro wins. And number five, your mind will quit before your body does. Train the mind. Even if you just remember, train the mind. That is powerful enough to have it, you know, uh, stick inside. So I, I would love to know how these felt for you. Did anything come up for you? Did any, you know, like did, did, is it something that you needed to hear today? I love when I get those messages. Like, this is exactly what I needed today. It makes me feel so good because I do love aligned messages. And, um, and I believe that, you know, a lot of what I share, well, I don't just believe it. I know it because you guys actually communicate it with me too. But when I intuitively, like today's episode was a, a, a download from this morning, you know? And so it's like an intuitive message that I felt like I needed to come on and share with you today. Um, when when I get that, it's always extra special to get those messages like, hey, I needed this in this exact moment. So please let me know. You can let me know in the YouTube comments. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Literally just click subscribe if you are watching on YouTube. Um, and if you are listening to this episode, hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. It's also in the show notes. I love hearing from you guys. I love connecting with you. Um, if you have not already rated this podcast five stars, and given us a review, please do so. There is a very easy way to do this. There's a link in the show notes or description box for YouTube. If you take a moment to do this, first of all, thank you so much. It means so much because it's really helping the show expand and it really is expanding. And it's just been so great to get all the new ones that are coming in. Uh, my team really appreciates it. I appreciate it so deeply. And um, we'd love to send you one of my digital, hold on, let me say this again. And if you do this and you screen grab the review, send it to me on Instagram and the DMs. Again, Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. And my team will send you one of my beautiful digital journals, Opulent Woman Journals. That's really, really, um, really sacred, these journals. Great journal prompts, quotes, just beautiful. So again, link in the description and the show notes to do this. 
Thank you guys so much for staying tuned. Start sprinting if you haven't already, and I will I will see you on the next one. Queen, this is your call to greatness. If you are ready, and I mean truly ready, to shift anything in your outer experience, your outer reality, your finances, your health, your relationship, anything career-related, um, anything spiritual, any shift that you want to make that has to do with your reality has to first start with shifting who you are, your self-identity. My Future Self Digital Course is your supportive blueprint that helps you achieve this. The inner shapes the outer. So when you get crystal clear on your core beliefs, your core values, your core desires, your high hard goals, you know, when you learn how to rewrite parts of your past that maybe don't feel so great and instead leverage those experiences to be fuel for you to expand and to grow. This is how you start to change the game behind the game of life, which all starts and ends with you. I've designed this course from my heart, soul, and experience to be a femininely fierce experience for you to uncover and connect with your most authentic self. And as a future self student, you get three months free membership access to Queendom. This is where we really get to connect. Queendom is such a rad, sacred, empowered space where every month you get a live Q&A call with me so we can connect and troubleshoot any area of your life that you would like or just get some encouragement from me as well as the other queens in the community. This is a really sacred space and I will see you in Queendom.